group therapy. I am Noelle Grasso. I am the host of this show and I'm lucky enough to be here with you guys tonight to talk about one of my favorite reality TV shows, 90 Day Fiance. And we're going to talk tonight about the last two weeks of 90 Day Fiance, um, 90 Day Fiance the other way. We're going to talk about some rumors and we are also going to talk about a topic I was very curious about. Does TLC pick a certain type of person? to be on a certain type of woman, I don't know, older, bleach blonde, a little heavy. We're going to talk about that later on in the show. First off, I want to talk about some heated stuff this week with Devin and Jahoon. Now, um, they have a lot of rumors, a lot of going back and forth. A lot of people know right now they're going through a divorce, but there's been allegations made by both sides of different things. And I have to say, I was super, super disgusted on the internet to find out that, um, well, they got a puppy, which was aired in the episode. And I'm going to talk about that. But apparently, um, Devin's daughter, Drisilla, which wasn't that one of the uh, stepsisters in Cinderella, <laughs> Drisilla. Anyway, um, she actually hurt the puppy. And there is a video on the internet that we shared in our 90 Day Fiance group on Facebook. Um, where you can actually see the puppy flying. She threw the dog. And Jahoon said that that dog got injured. It had hair that was missing from her playing with it. And they ended up having to rehome the dog. The dog was rehomed shortly after that. It's kind of crazy. I don't even know why they even got a dog. Um, as we know, Devin has a new love interest. And she did a live Q&A the other night with him and she got some plastic surgery folks she got those lips injected they kind of look like this now she took a page out of the old darcy and stacy book and she got a little bit of the plastic surgery so um if you look on her instagram you can see that we also shared in the group i'm going to talk about last week's episode um they moved into their new place and they were recapping basically the drusilla running into the street story we talked about last time we all gathered here together and um, yeah, TLC, uh, they might be a scotch petty because they said that, um, yeah, Drusilla, it was difficult to film. Devin was difficult to film. So what they did was air that footage to show you how difficult she actually was to film. And that's kind of crazy, but it's their show. They do what they want. It just seems a little petty. Um, but uh, rumor has it, that is what went on. They said she was a terror on set. Um, they showed things. Their house is a mess. Their relationship is like super touchy. Oh, let's go get a dog. Come on, dude. That is not what you do when you have an infant, a badass toddler. Your house is a mess. She's showing washing the pee off the rug in the tub and stepping on it. And I was just like, guys, like there has to be somebody mature in this relationship. <clears throat> Pardon me. There has to be somebody mature because to me, it doesn't seem like anybody is mature in this relationship with these two. It's, it's like the maniacs are running the asylum over there. Pardon me. She wanted to um, say that he's not mature. Getting the dog is so a priority. Harry says, well, that's right, Harry. And the, and this poor puppy, they abused this 
poor little puppy and it had to be rehomed but she's got a baby she can't keep her man in a job they didn't have a place to live they finally got an apartment she's got no job she models instagram models um but get a puppy and she's planning these weddings and i'm gonna get into that so they go and they get a dog now there wasn't really much to that really other than the back and forth between the two of them but on this week's episode she said that jahoon quit his delivery job he's no longer delivering he said that was embarrassing for him he didn't want to have a delivery job so he went back to selling used cell phones now if you guys recall when we met these folks and we went into their relationship jahoon was arrested for selling stolen cell phones so what does devin think the best idea to do is oh go with him to work go with him to work which um you know you don't go with your spouse to work you just don't unless you work together you should not be at your spouse's job so she goes with him and he's embarrassed and he tells her i'm embarrassed you're with me blah 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 blah. she goes into the place where he purchases cell phones and says to the owner you know he was arrested for stealing cell phones right what like she just like outed him outed him to the owner of this business who he works with and the guy said i had no idea he had had a record of stolen cell phone. i hope he's not doing that now and here he is buying more cell phones and checking passwords and all this other stuff he had stolen cell phones before and she outs him to the boss i'm shocked just as you guys are shocked here in the chat i am shocked who goes up to you know i never have gone to my husband's job I mean, other than when he wrestled and I would go to watch him or we were partners, I never go to my husband's job, okay? He works, I don't go to his job, I don't act like I go to his job. It's not my business what he what he does at his job. I don't speak to his boss. I don't, I'm polite to anybody if I have been there, but yeah, stitches get stitches. Those two need to not be together and obviously now they're not. So she just basically outs him for selling cell phones. Then he's planning a wedding that she wants. They already had the traditional Korean wedding. He's planning a wedding of her dreams. He takes her to this big, beautiful venue with a big, long runway, and she's unhappy. Shocker, guys, Devin's unhappy. Red alert, Devin's upset again uh, about something else. Guys, this girl is never happy with anything. I said, I can't stand that chick. She's always miserable. I've never seen her happy on the show. She has a beautiful son. She doesn't control her daughter. She has all these opportunities right here in her hands, and she's always miserable. She has a YouTube channel. I'm not even going to go tell you to check it out because it's just Gaga, and it just seems like Fagazi to me, right? You know, like, it's not real. It's definitely a fake thing. She is not a happy person and she reflects that unhappiness on everybody that she's around why does your daughter act up maybe because her mother's miserable all the time and you're not disciplining her and when she's doing these live q a's and you see a dog flying past that might be a sign maybe get off your live q a and go raise your child you have to go raise your child next week they showed a short clip um i saw a short clip of next week's episode where she actually meets some of his friends and starts asking them questions that are absolutely inappropriate behind his back. So I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes next week. I want to move on to <coughs> Tim and um, Maylisa. I hope I say her name correctly. Tim and Maylisa. I am not interested in this dude cheese stick. I couldn't even remember his name and my ex-husband's name is Tim. I couldn't even remember his name. 
I don't think they they even have a chance of being together. It doesn't even seem like they're together. Guys, jump in the chat. Tell me what you think of Cheese Stick. Whose nickname is Cheese Stick? I can't. I can't with these people, guys. I can't. Cheese Stick? Anyway, they've been going through a back and forth. Um, it turns out she was seeing somebody else because they were on a break. <laughs> to quote friends, they were on a break. He's an idiot, correct? I feel like he's not all there. Um, there's a lot that goes on behind this. She had sex with somebody else. He admitted he cheated. He admitted he flirted. Now she says, well, I did these things, but we were broken up. And it, she, you know, it, it, she uh, finally admitted that she had sex with this guy that she was with multiple times. Now, what a lot of people don't know, which is going to be coming out. And if you've seen a sneak peek is that there was actually a confrontation between May Lisa and Tim's mother where the police were called in the United States. So there's a lot more that goes into this couple than we're seeing, and maybe they're going to heat up. But as of right now, I don't feel any emotional connection between those two. And I don't feel as the audience, I have any emotional connection to them. They're just there. They're time filler. And there's been other couples in the past where I felt like they're time fillers. This may be the worst time filler couple because I really find their story uninteresting because it's not like they're battling to be together or they're battling to get them to the country. They're battling each other because everyone has looked either way that it doesn't feel like a relationship with me. Hello. Thank you for joining us in the chat. I'm going to move on to... Um, Here's the couple that I really like. So I went to the couple that I least like, and that's, um, you know, Cheese Stick and his homie, because uh, I don't feel like they're a couple. But I'm going to move on to Kenny and Armando. Now, at first, I didn't, I thought Kenny and Armando were like um, cream cheesy, you know, um, because it's like, oh, we love each other so much. But we get, the last two weeks, we've got a little bit more. I love Hannah, the daughter. I think she's the greatest cast member that was ever on the show. She was fantastic. I think that she is such a sweetheart. Now, her mom passed away, um, and that's sad. And she was so happy that they got engaged and that they were going to be a family. And she loves Kenny. But Kenny, brother, you've got to learn some Spanish. If you are going to be raising a child whose primary language is Spanish, and you're expecting her just to learn English, well, that's not really fair, especially if you're not working. So, Kenny, get in there and learn some Spanish. You can't even order off the menu, dude. He couldn't even say, I'll take a chimichanga, because he can't order, because he can't speak Spanish. So, Kenny, get on it. Learn this. You have a beautiful family there, and you have beautiful new place, and that Hannah is just so sweet. I was sad when she said goodbye to all of her little cousins and her grandma that that was a little heartbreaking but you know what she's going on to have a normal existence where it's her dad and his partner and they're going to be a family together but kenny you need to learn english you need to learn english um yeah and the, and the mother said the same thing she's going to an actual family it's one thing to be raised and i had both my parents but my grandparents were very active in raising me because my parents worked in emergency services so they weren't home frequently, like a lot. Like at two weeks old, my grandmother was babysitting me already at two weeks old. And I slept at their house and I went to bed. They put me to bed. That's a great thing to have that family. But I still had my mom and dad as my base. And I think she needs her dad and his partner to be that base because she hasn't had that. And she had her own little room and she's so happy. And I love that. And I wish them the best of luck. Um, I'm going to go next on to... Um, 
Yazin and Brittany. Guys, this couple, this couple, y'all, this couple ain't going to work. There are specific certain rules when you go to other countries that you have to follow. And we talked about this um, when we talked about Angela. You can't just go into a foreign country and act like everything is going to be cool because I'm going to show up in a tube top and I'm going to have my hair out and I'm going to act wild and crazy. It's not going to work in Jordan, honey. Mm -mm, it's not going to work. And if you want to be with that man, you're going to have to make changes. And if he wants to be with you in his country, he's going to have to understand that that change is going to take time. But the one thing you're capable of changing is your attire. And he seems to be very upset and his family is very upset that she is showing up on the internet in thongs and in tiny bikini tops that she's literally wearing upside down. Not good. Not good. She literally wears the top upside down. And, and, and she's... Um, went back to the United States to get a divorce. She never told him she wasn't divorced. She hung out there till the divorce was final, which it finally is now. She wanted him to get them a place. She wanted him to get her a return ticket. I mean, she was basically killing time till this divorce was done, hanging out in the United States till she could sign off on the paperwork, which is a little crazy if you ask me. You're supposed to be honest and you've already started a relationship on a lie. His family does not like her. She is not Muslim, which fits with their culture and what they are. She will not confirm that she's going to convert. She will not change for this man. You know, she is um, a model. She's used to being wined and dined. According to her, she can have any man. And he keeps going, I am not a millionaire. I am working 14-hour days. I am struggling. And she's like, well, I didn't think you were a millionaire. But And then he hangs up the phone. Zero communication there. Zero. If she wanted somebody that was going to be able to do this, she should have went and got one of those people she claimed she has in line. And if he wanted somebody that was going to be a good Muslim wife to conform, he should have searched for a good Muslim wife to conform instead of going with somebody you know was not going to change. Things are going to get more heated up between this couple. She's supposed to be returning back to Jordan, but there's a lot of controversy going on. And in that country, when you have talk and you have things Bad things can happen. Bad things can happen. And it's sad to say, but that is true. Bad things can happen to you in certain countries when you don't follow along with the rules. Not a fan of Brittany either, um, but I think she's going to make a big mistake if she's going back to Jordan. So next week we're going to find out she was on the way to the airport and they were already fighting. So let's see what happens. Let's see if she goes back and she makes a change there. Um, I want to talk next about Jenny and Submit. Now, Jenny and Submit are an interesting case because we found out that there has been a lot of ongoing lies and little things that we didn't know when we went back. And we looked. First, he was supposed to be a catfisher. Then she went and stayed and claimed, stayed with his family and claimed she was a student when that wasn't the case. She lied to his family and made friends with his mother and the whole nine yards. That was all a mess too. But and I'll tell you this, it's a little cringy that they were talking about their sex and being dominated at the beginning. It was a little cringy to me. And then she pulls out a promise ring. I think for her age, she is very immature and naive in this relationship. And I'm just giving you my group therapy opinion. I am not actually a physician of any kind, but I am an expert on reality TV. And I'll tell you, I have seen immaturity and that is immaturity in an adult that should know better. 
She goes along and believes everything that's told to her. She's already told lies. She's been on the internet getting in fights and getting in, in different types of um, spats and lawsuits with bloggers that blog about TLC, podcasters. So Jenny, don't sue me. I'm just giving my opinion. In my first amendment, don't sue me, Jenny, but you got to grow up, girl. You got to look at this situation for what it is. She didn't even say anything previously about Submit having criminal charges filed against him from his wife because his wife said he was abusive to her. Um, he said that was a false claim. His parents were very hurt by that false claim. Um, and some of the claims were mental abuse and things like that. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. If you've been sneaking around for years with a woman you claimed was an exchange student at your parents' house, that might be considered abusive mentally. I don't know about physically and I don't comment about that, but mentally when you're sneaking around behind your spouse's back and you have some 60 year old chippy, um, held up at your parents' house and she's sneaking upstairs to have sex with you. And then you get married. Yes. It's gaslighting. Yes. It's a mess. Yes. That's mental abuse. I'm sorry. It is. But we find out in the episode those charges, the family decided to drop them. So the judge decided to drop them. She wanted an extra $500 a month for maintenance and support, basically our alimony here. She, with those charges dropped, did not get it. However, he still has to pay the $20,000 for the divorce before they can get married. And she's on that tick, tick, tick time clock because that visa is going to run out and she has to leave the country. She can come back. It's not like the United States. It's different there where Submit is, but she's got to try to come back and deal with that. Where's she going to go? Where's she going to go? They don't have that kind of money. If they can't afford that $500 a month, how would Jenny feel if it happened to her? Um, I was wondering the same thing. You know, if that happened to her, she was very upset and acted like she didn't know he was married when the family busted in through the door and she was devastated. She was left in a foreign country and all these things. Now, did she know he was married? She had to know. There, I can't figure out a way she didn't know if she was living with the parents for so long in that country. How did she not know he was married? But she was very shocked and dismayed and came back to the United States to be with her daughter and her family. This poor woman had an arranged marriage. She wanted to work and it didn't. Now she gets to hear her soon to be ex-husband, who's still her husband, who's living with another woman. She gets to hear him go on television and say, well, I was so unhappy. I wanted to kill myself. Nobody's asking how this woman felt. No one's asking. I'm just curious myself, how does this poor woman feel that this is now splashed all over television and she does not appear on the show? She is not part of the show and her life is now all over TV. It's a shame. It's a shame, but what are you going to do? They've got to move forward and they got to see where this is going to go after the divorce and see if he's actually going to marry her. I would love for them just to come out and go, here's the true story. Instead of going, well, he catfished me with a picture and then this and that and the other thing. I want to know what really happened. I'm intrigued by what really happened. And I'm intrigued why somebody that's in their 60s can be so very, very, very naive as it comes to relationships. A promise ring? It's not high school, kids. It's not high school. The next couple that I want to talk about um, is uh, Ari and Binny. I have a really hard time saying his whole name. So I'm just going to go with Binny because it's difficult to pronounce his name. Um, she had the C-section. 
on the last episode. And boy, did she freak out. And I understand it was a surprise and she was nervous. But when they told her, hey, it's your baby and your life, you do what you got to do. You know, like I've been there. Things are scary. But, you know, they had to knock her out to do a C-section. Like something was a little like a miss with that. That's not something that they, they would have calmed her down in the United States. I'm sure because I used to work in a hospital. They'd have calmed her down for this before they did this. They were just like, knock her out, knock her out. That's it. We're not dealing with it. She gets very, very emotional. I don't want to criticize like all the time because, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm in a criticizing mood today. I have no idea. But the last uh, two weeks of the show has really like lit me up. Um, in the chat, you know, you don't trust the girlfriend, the ex-girlfriend or the, him and the ex-girlfriend with the dancing thing. I know that seems a little shady, but I do know people that have worked with their exes in a professional manner. I've done it myself. So like, I understand like how that kind of works, especially in entertainment, especially if you've built up a fan base, like I know how that kind of works out. Um, but, um, you know, I'm curious about the fact that he has a son, um, and it's in the United States, uh, supposedly, and he hasn't been able to see, I feel really bad. I don't think anybody, if there's no abuse or there's no, like if it's a, a good hardworking person, he seems to be the hardest working person that has ever been on the show. I don't think that you should take the child away from the father. Like you made that choice to have that relationship with somebody from a foreign country. When you decide to completely take that child away, you are definitely depriving your child of the full experience of having a father. And that is very, very sad, especially when the father wants to participate. I'm going to come in here and defend Benny a little bit during this. I hope everybody stays with me on this. I feel very bad for him. Now, during the whole thing, she wouldn't let the baby get in the car. She took a car. She had a C-section, I understand. But she made him walk back with that baby in the heat. And they've since come out and defended the fact that it wasn't far. It was 70 degrees, but he is a brand new baby. You should have had a car seat. I understand you didn't. But there had to be a better way than making him walk back holding an umbrella, holding a newborn baby that was delivered by emergency C-section on a street in Ethiopia. That sounds like it might've been a little more dangerous than the car trip, but they've come out and defended that. And that's their choice. I don't, I don't want to get involved in like people's, you know, situations where it's a safety thing. I mean, that's up to you, but I wouldn't have walked back with a brand new baby in an umbrella like this through the streets. You know, that was a little crazy. Um, he had a ceremony for her when they came back to the house. It's a traditional ceremony in Ethiopia where they actually slaughter a goat and barbecue it. It's supposed to be good luck. It's a sacrifice to God. They're, they're Ethiopian and they're Orthodox and that's what they believe in. She cried. She was very upset. Maybe she's been emotional because we've only seen her pregnant and we don't know how she is, but she seems to be a little bit over emotional when the baby went to get shots. She did the same thing again. She's crying. She wouldn't let him have a circumcision because she's crying and said he's finding his peace and he's a baby. There's certain things that you do in certain ways. Her religion and his culture both state that this should be the way it is. And then she walks out with the baby abruptly. Religion seems to be an issue with this couple a little bit. She's Jewish and he's Christian Orthodox and there seems to be a clash. Um, the thing that I wanted to say in defense of Benny is he 
wants to have the baby baptized. His family believes in that. She goes, well, I don't believe there's a hell and I don't believe in this and I don't believe in baptism because I'm Jewish. But you got to understand something. That baby is also his. And I think that both parents should make the decision on what happens with the child. And um, it was brought to my attention in the Jewish culture, the children are supposed to be what the mother is. But I don't know what that is in the Orthodox. I'm not like really familiar with that Ethiopian Christian Orthodox situation. I'm a Buddhist. So this is like way out of my realm of what of what this situation is. But I think he should have had a say, guys. I think he's, you know, I mean, jump in the chat. Tell me what you think. Do you think that it that the father should have a 50-50 say in what happens as far as your religion, um, circumcision, medical stuff? Should that be also like a 50-50 situation? I think it should. Um, and the vaccinations, that's good for him. Babies cry. Babies cry toddlers cry. I was babysitting uh, our me and Vito's little niece over the weekend, and she cried about nothing but she's a toddler so then you would go oh here's a piece of cheese and then she's like oh cheese and she's happy sometimes you just have to understand that a baby's gonna cry um harry says it depends on the parents it does i guess depend on the parents um but culturally they're in ethiopia um so you know like i said adapting to these cultures that you go to is important if you're planning on living your life in ethiopia and that's an ethiopian culture the circumcision maybe that's something you should go through it i mean it's it's the same in her as as jewish though they usually do it with a moil but she um didn't have that available to her and then as far as the baptism i don't know like i said like you know, maybe that should be something that that was discussed beforehand. Hey, this is my culture. This is what we do. Now, eventually she seceded and she said, okay, I want to do this for you. You've been so great and your family wants to participate. And props to her. I was happy that she did that because I was looking at him and he had such big tears in his eyes and I felt so terrible because this meant something to him culturally. And he is somebody that believes in a heaven and a hell. And he's thinking, if I don't do this for my son, this is where he's going to end up. And man, I felt for him so much. I felt for him so much. Um, so um, yeah, she basically, I think she overreacts a lot. I'm not going to like call her out on it really because she just had a baby. She just had a C-section. It was a week later. Maybe she's emotional. Like I said, we don't know. We're not pregnant. Um, now comes the part of the show where I would like to discuss a type of person that seems to be frequently featured on this show. They are a little older, a little overweight, bleach blonde hair, very, very expressive on how they feel and how they feel and their opinions about things and their culture. And I'm an American. About, I'm talking about your Angela's, your Lisa's, I am talking about um, those type of people, and there have been several, not necessarily all the bleach blonde, but basically the processed hair look, um, basically that little bit of um, the Laura where she, you met Aladdin, and there, there seems to be a certain type of person that TLC picks for the show. They um, go for this confrontational, uh, white 
or should I say Caucasian? I want to be culturally appropriate, I guess. Caucasian woman, maybe a little bit of a Karen, maybe a little bit of a Karen when they go to foreign countries. They seem to pick these type of women to be on the show. Do you guys think that that's exploitive? Do you think they know that they're going to be raging in Nigeria or they're going to be storming around in Uganda and they know what they want and they know how this is going to be? Is it an exploitation? Um, I recently got in touch with uh, baby girl Lisa who gave me the old worker line of um, I'm going to forward this to my agent. She has about like five followers on, on Twitter. So if you guys want to send baby girl Lisa a message and tell her to come on the show, I'd love to hear what her thoughts are. Is there a certain type of casting for this? Um, I just saw recently that Angela, it looks like she either had some weight loss or got some work done. And I know that that also seems to be another thing that the women that come on 90 Day Fiance do. They go and they get plastic surgery. Um, yes, you, you think so too. I think so too. They go and they get plastic surgery like a Larissa, um, like Angela's doing now. They don't like the way they look. Um, Danielle is coming back and they're claiming she's had some big makeover. Is this the type of casting that they do these lonely older women? And by, by no means is that offensive. A lonely older woman, um, is I know there's more people that seek people out from overseas or meet online. I know there's because I'm friends with some of these people that have dated people in foreign countries. I'm still five, a friend right now who is in England currently with her girlfriend and you know, they are engaged and they'll be getting married. She doesn't fit into this type. Does TLC search a certain type of woman? Is it a stereotype? The type of woman, not at all. But these scenarios where the woman is bringing the man over from overseas, is there a certain type of woman? I would love to know what you guys think. Go over to our page on Facebook. Um, it's 90 Day Fiance Group Therapy. I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on this topic. Um, and I'd love to hear from you guys more. We have a lot of fun in the group. If you're not a member, go over and join. Um, doesn't cost you a dime. We have a really good time. We share memes, pictures, opinions. We do watch-alongs. We're going to be doing a watch-along coming up for um, Annie and her husband have a cooking show coming out, um, and I love them, so we're going to do a watch-along with that. Um, and I've talked to David. He's a really, really nice guy. So we're going to do a watch-along with that. So come join us, 90 Day Fiance Group Therapy. Also, make sure if you really like this program and you like the other stuff that the Big Veto brand has to offer, subscribe below. Click the little subscribe button. If you're on Amazon Prime, Twitch. It allows you to subscribe for free. It helps us out. It helps us keep the programming going. It helps with the lights. It helps with the mics. It helps with all the things we have. We also have some other shows, Mr. Versus Mrs., which is on our Big Vito brand audio, where you can check out anywhere you listen to audio podcasts. Thank you very much. They were the best. Thank you so much. Um, you could check us out on our audio podcast anywhere you listen to audio podcasts. Oh, Harry finally figured out how to sub. Harry! Good job, brother. Good job. Um, we have audio podcasts on Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, everywhere, iTunes, everywhere you can get that. We're also on Alexa devices. If you search flash briefings, you can set us for your daily flash briefing, or you can also um, set us up on your podcast list on Amazon Music. So we got Twitch. Oh, and we're on the Russo brand. 
<laughs> Vince Russo's The Brand, Mr. and Mrs. Video, airs every Monday. That's a debate between me and my husband. Um, we are live here on Twitch Sunday nights with Getting Color with um, Big Vito and Virtue discussing sports and wrestling. Um, we have Virtue's brand of wrestling. We have other programs. We have streaming. Everything here, right here on Twitch. Check us out also at thebigvitobrand.com where we have lovely merchandise that you can purchase for your own. Drink out of the head of Big Vito. He'll be very happy about that. So check out thebigvitobrand.com. I thank you guys for joining me here on Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern for 90 Day Fiance Group Therapy. I will see you guys back here next week for a little bit more discussion and a little bit more joy. I hope you all had a fantastic time tonight, and I look forward to talking to you again. Bye-bye.